Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, alongside Hall of Famer and the legend Billy Casper's son, Bob Casper. Always pleased to have you alongside, following us on Twitter, at Real Golf, or any of your favorite podcaster sites, or of course, live on one of our affiliate radio stations, iHeartRadio or Sirius XM. we got a fun show for you. Former Champions Tour player Bruce Summerhays is going to stop by with a putting method that he calls the happy golfer. Looking happy, forward to happy. that. Yeah, happy golfer. And the caddy, of course, will stop by as well. Here we go. we got Olympic golf to talk about. We've got the FedEx Cup playoffs looming. We've got a new schedule out for next year on the PGA Tour. Phil's trying some new things with his putter. we got a lot to talk about. Excited to uh, spend some time with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Bob, got to start with the Olympics. Xander Schauffele with the win, the gold medal for Xander. And, of course, with his grandfather and his dad, with all of the close Olympic encounters that yeah. they had for him to finally get the opportunity and take advantage of it and finish in, um, you know, tense fashion. But nevertheless, got her done and has a gold medal to his name he joins justin rose as the two gold medal winners since golf's returned to the olympics five years ago yeah not only did xander win but uh colin morikawa got in a seven-man playoff for the bronze medal and unfortunately wasn't able to to uh get it you know he was down to the final two but uh you know great play by the u.s squad great play by um, Colin Morikawa coming off of the Open Championship, but phenomenal play by Xander Shoffley, getting the ball up and down on the 18th hole, making a five-footer to seal the the gold medal. Um, it was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, and of course, uh, the ladies uh, are uh, wrapping up their final round uh, as well this week, and um, lots of lots of great stuff. I thought golf fared well, thought it showed well, had some excitement. I still think there's some things you and I both agree that there needs to be some sort of a team element. We'll get into that yep. coming up in just a little bit. Two weeks remain, Bob, in the season. We've got bubble watch to take a look at. We've got playoffs coming up. We've got the new schedule. There's there's a lot to get to. It's uh, remarkable every year at this point where, where we look back and say, wow, where's the time gone? And yet here we yep. go. Yeah, and, um, you know, 
the great thing is is we're we're we've got the you know all these tournaments going on now until the end then we get the Ryder Cup and then bam we start right off the bat again and uh start the 2021-22 season a little bit of some change there from the PGA Tour there on is. their schedule yes. we'll get into it all next thanks for joining us Brian Taylor Bob Casper Caddy not far away stay tuned and appreciate you joining us here on Real Golf Radio for over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. And Real Golf Radio brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort, the all-new resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com. A 19-hole championship Tom Weiskopf-designed golf course. I did say 19. There's a little, little, 
you know, the new Vogue par three for settling yeah. bets at the end, right yeah. over the pond, all built through some lava rock right next to Entrada there in Southern Utah. If you haven't seen it, you need to check it out at blackdesertresort.com hotel, spa, dining, shopping, hiking trails, pickleball courts, pools, lazy river. This thing is going to be fantastic. And of course the golf with the 36 hole putting course as well. Check it out at blackdesertresort.com. Well, Let's get right to it because uh, we we touched on Xander winning. As we're um, speaking, the ladies are locked into a battle there in Olympics final round. Nellie Corda with a four-shot lead, then a three-shot lead, then a two-shot lead, and then suddenly a double bogey, and they're all knotted up. And, you know, unfortunately, by the time this uh, airs, uh, somebody will already be crowned. We won't be talking about it. But Nellie Corda continues to impress Bob. Love what she did in the major, the women's PGA earlier this year. And uh, a, a superstar, number one in the world, battling another yep. number one in the world in Lydia Ko there as well. Yeah, Lydia Coe's really turned her golf game around in about the last 18 months, and she's uh, she's played some great golf. That's no doubt about it. <clears throat> it's fun to watch her. Um, she's growing up. Um, she doesn't look like a little kid anymore. <laughs> she looks like a young woman, and she's starting to play some really, really nice golf. So it's fun to watch these ladies. Uh, you know, the Olympics has been phenomenal. It's been great to watch. Um, it's fun watching all these countries that have players that are able to – to play in in a big competitive event with some of the biggest players in the world, you know, from a lot of countries that that uh, that don't have that opportunity, and then, you know, you, you you get to see how the winners come out. You know, uh, we we saw Xander Shoffley, who was what number I think he was number four in the world or uh, or five in the world going into the matches, and um, and he ends up winning Nelly Corda. Uh, number one in the world, she's right up there at the top. Um, it's it's great to see the best players end up playing in the in the Olympics, or some of the best players end up playing in the Olympics, and then um, having seeing them perform and and do really well and get medals. Yeah, and you, we just real quick to mention, you know, you and I talked about some things. Still feel there needs to be a team element to it. Yes, absolutely. I do, and I don't know how you do that per country. Maybe you maybe you take the top 30 countries in golf, uh, or maybe you take the top 25 countries in golf, um, men's or men's and women's. Um, you give them three three players each, and they play like a college format where they go out, they they play individually um, for 72 holes, and then you keep a team aggregate two out of three scores um, for the whole time. Uh, I, I know that there was a um, there was a, a, a study on that. I think it was Ryan Labner that that wrote it. He said if if they would have done it like collegiate golf um, and had two scores, um, the U.S. squad would have shot something like 36 under par and still won by about uh, ten nine or ten shots. Um, and and that way you've got six medals in play and not just three. And it it brings the whole team aspect into it, which I think is is vitally important and what needs to be done. All right, we'll see how it evolves. Uh, again, trying yeah. to get golf 
as cleanly and as simply uh, back into the Olympic Games. Now we'll see if they'll evolve and, as you said, add double the medal count, which would yeah. be kind of fun to see those guys, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, back here, uh, oh, oh, sorry, before we leave that, you mentioned Lydia Ko, not a young girl anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of not a young girl anymore, how about the Senior Women's Open last week? Oh, yeah. With Annika Sorenstam, who we enjoyed watching for so many years, just some pure golf out of that woman. And, and for her to come back after eight years, was it been eight years since her last yeah. win, I think? And so, she like that. goes Maybe out and more. wins by eight shots. Might yeah. have been 12 or 13. I, I think it might have been two. Sorry, it was 2008, I think, since yeah. her last. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, Annika Sorensen played some great golf. She um, she was leading after the first round, after the second round, um, after the third round, and then she closed it out and won by eight shots, which is very reminiscent of what we're used to seeing with her when she was playing at her peak on the regular women's tour. So um, great to see. Great to see her out. In front again, great to see her win. It was it was pretty fun to watch that one as well. Pretty cool with their whole family around, her husband on the bag, her kids yep. were out there. They were all excited. Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's neat. Uh, I loved it. Uh, congratulations to Annika Sorensen for her major championship win. And, by the way, because of that win, uh, that adds to her three U.S. Open titles. Mm-hmm. She is also exempt into next year's U.S. Women's Open, which happens to be held at Pine Needles there in North Carolina, where she captured one of her three U.S. Open title. So pretty exciting that we'll get to see her again next summer. WGC Mm -hmm. being played this week in Memphis, Tennessee, TPC Southwind. And, you know, Harris English, after 36 holes, 62-65. He's got some records going on there, Bob. It's the uh, ties the second lowest 36-hole mark in tournament history there at 13 under 127. He's, you know... He's had a, a phenomenal year already, you yep. know, Harris English with a with a pair of wins, looking to make it three, and he would jump. He's sitting five right now in FedEx Cup points with a win this week would jump him to number one uh, going in with just a week left prior to the playoffs. Yeah, Harris English, um, like you said, he has two, would, would take him to three. He'd be the only player in in this year that would have an that would that would get three wins and so that's that's a huge accomplishment and he's kind of sneaked along all the way along um you you can guarantee if he were to win again this week he would probably uh jump into the up in further in the Ryder Cup rankings maybe even go into the top 6 he'd be a lot um, I, I, I expect him if he wins, whether he's in the top six or not, he's going to be uh, on the Ryder Cup team. So Harris English, um, like you said, 13 under par. Cameron Smith from uh, Australia is, is at 11 under par along with Abraham Anser. Then you've got Ian Poulter, who's trying to make it onto the European squad in the Ryder Cup. He's at 10 under par. He's tied for fourth. So um, he's trying to get as many points as he can right now to get onto that squad. Um, he's really really wanting to make it and have an opportunity to play against the U.S. in the Ryder Cup. And there's Scotty Scheffler tied for fourth of those players you yep. just mentioned as well, a pair of 65s. You know, he just keeps putting himself there. I, 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 when is when are we going to see Scotty Scheffler go on one of these terrors? It feels like when we talk about windows, it feels like that window is opening. He just needs the experience. Yeah, he does. And he's a great – he's a phenomenal player. He grew up in the area of playing with uh, uh, Jordan Spieth and also uh, Will Zalatoris, um, and, um, you know, and then, you know, you, you talk about him and what he's been able to do and how he's been able to finish in majors and how he's been able to compete in majors and um, contend in majors. It's been pretty fun to watch him uh, and, and his 
momentum and his maturity as he's maturing in the game. Also, uh, one shot behind them is Louis Oosthuizen and Bryson DeChambeau. Those guys are both at nine under par. So, you know, Scotty Scheffler still looking for his first win out there on the PGA Tour, but when you look at his best results of the year, it was the WGCs where he has, uh, you know, been playing the best. He's finished yeah. runner-up at match play, finished fifth at workday, and, uh, of course, also at another invitational there at the Memorial, he finished third. So, you know, watch out. You know, I mean, Scotty Scheffler's a guy that could make some moves. And if you go back to a year ago, his best finishes were also in some of the big events, the American Express as well as the playoff event tied where he finished third and then he tied for fourth at the Northern Trust in the playoffs. So um, pretty uh, pretty good opportunity there for uh, for Scotty Shuffler and a, and a budding superstar, in my opinion, when you, when you look at that. Uh, Bob, when you start, uh, let's see, going down the list here, uh, Jim Herman, when you're looking at the FedEx Cup points, uh, players that are wanting to try to keep their card and right. jump into the playoffs, Jim Herman starting the week at 150-30, he opened to a 64, and he's uh, projected now at tied for ninth to jump to 132nd. So uh, th- those are, there are some guys that are out there fighting. Again, they got another week coming up next week. Uh, they'll be able to play the Wyndham, and then it's uh, will be all settled. Top one twenty five moving on to the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then it's all said and done. You got to be in the top one twenty five. You you move to the playoffs. You're guaranteed your card for the for the next year. The guys outside the top one twenty five are going to be playing in that four tournament series, um, and trying to to secure uh, a few more positions on the PGA Tour, and then um, and or have to drop down to the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, guys that are on the Corn Ferry Tour are trying to move up to the PGA Tour. Um, and, you know, it's it's an exciting time or part of the year because things are in such flux and, and things are moving so quickly. Guys moving up, moving down, the, that type of thing. Hey, the caddy's going to join us coming up next. We still have a lot to get to, including next year's schedule. We'll talk about all that as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob all right, welcome back. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. We're just getting started and pleased to welcome in our next guest. He is America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio, and uh, we're going to hear from Bruce Summerhays coming up on the back nine, hour number two. Had a chance to spend some time with him on the putting green, former champion store player. And it was fun because when we got done kind of talking putting and that type of thing, uh, we started getting into stories, and he brought started bringing up these Caddy stories. And so I couldn't help myself but respond in kind with a couple other Caddy stories. And Bruce uh, really found uh, some of those that Caddy has mentioned on the show to be quite quite entertaining. And you know, mm-hmm. what he, you know what one he liked the most, Bob? Which one? I told him about uh, what do you want on your hot dog? Yeah, there you go. He liked that a lot. Anyway, Caddy joining us right here. What's up, Caddy? You know that's a good idea. Caddy hasn't had a hot dog since probably July fourth. It's about time. Who was that again? Yeah. That was the hot dog story? Was that? I wanted to say Jonathan K. Was that? No. No. Was Ted Jonathan Schultz. K. Lumberyard? It's Ted Schultz. Oh, it was Ted Schultz. Jonathan K. was Lumberyard. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Southern Open left. Yeah. No, that, that yeah. Ted Schultz with uh, the infamous Jimmy Walker caddying at the time who uttered the line, what do you want on your hot dog, Teddy? Yes. So reset, yeah. re, re, reset it for us. Riviera. Was Riviera? I couldn't remember if it was Tory or Rivi. Okay. Sixteenth hole, par three, small green. Uh, Thursday, first round Thursday. Ted thinks it's into the wind. Jimmy's like, "No, Teddy, it's not into the wind. It's a seven iron." Anyway, Ted ends up hitting a five iron or something, and he flies <laughs> it over the green, 
and lands it in the hot dog stand, in the water with the hot dog. <laughs> Splash. So now it's Saturday or Sunday or whatever. I think it's Saturday. And they're on the tee, and they're, they're arguing back and forth again about the win. And, and, and Jimmy's, nope, Teddy, it's the same thing as Thursday. It's not into the win. It's just a seven iron or whatever. And Teddy's insistent that he wants to hit a six iron or whatever. And Jimmy says, Teddy, I just have one question to ask you. He says, what's that, Jimmy? He says, what would you like on your hot dog? <laughs> that yeah. is, that's a great line. What, what you do you like want on your, on your hot, hot dog? dog? Yeah. What and the you, just, what would you like on your hot what dog? What was the Jonathan K hit that one since I brought it up? People were like, what's that one? Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly. Was it the Southern Open? And that's, I remember the that's hole. That's going yard? Yeah. Yeah, that, he hit one left or something and said, that's going yard, or I don't know, something like that. It was, I don't even remember. We were. Ta- I was talking about JK on the range here in Colorado because he, he grew up at, at the city golf courses in Denver. Yeah. Uh, and later went to Boulder and stuff. But he's the yeah, JK. He got, I think he got injured. Um, but he was, yeah, he was pretty unique. He, he was kind of a fun guy just, to watch out there. He was, he was real, you know, he's kind of fidgety, but basically he was a surfboarder. I mean, a surfboarder, a skateboarder who just got lost on a, and ended up on a golf course and decided to start playing golf. That's what he was. <laughs> he was a skateboarder who played golf. That's, yeah, that's how I describe JK. But, you know, Talented like so many players are. He's had a lot of talent, that guy. Yeah. Bruce and I also rehashed uh, uh, the, the time when his nephew, Danny Summerhays, uh, was in contention at Oakmont, which they're having the USAM next week at Oakmont. Yes. And, mm. and we were doing an interview with Danny after the second round. He was in contention. He, I think he was three off the lead, something like a couple off the lead. He was right there. And Danny says, come on in the locker room. Let's do it in there. So Danny takes us up into the locker room in Oakmont. He's showing us all these pictures. And he's like, you know, there's Johnny Miller's scorecard, all this stuff. And he's just saying, isn't this cool? And we're sitting there chatting. All of a sudden, a voice out of nowhere. I thought we were by ourselves in the locker room. All of a sudden, I hear this voice comment on something we're talking about. And I look around. And then I look down on the ground. And there is Jason Duffner sitting on the ground, Duffnering. You remember that whole Duffnering thing? He was literally sitting there, live and in person, Full Duffnering <clears throat> commenting on our on our little conversation, and I, you know, it was one of those kind of had to be there sort of things. But it was it was a it was well, a crack up. It's one of my favorite memories. It was pretty funny to see him sitting there doing it. I mean, like exactly like <laughs> when he was sitting, people took pictures of him, and it all became a craze right off the bat. Do you remember where the Duffnering started? I can't remember where? right now. He was visiting some kids. School or he's you know the right. kindergartners or the first graders or something and right. he's sitting there just basically half asleep against the wall like that. That's where it started. It was a great oh. photo and the best Duffner photos were the ones where the hair is just you know huge and all over the place. Yeah, those yeah. Are the, when his hair was you know puffing like young Rory McIlroy kind of stuff. <laughs> that was uh, those were the best Duffner photos. But there no, I mean there. It takes a certain degree of commitment to properly Duffner because you can't be in good shape to do it. You need to have a little bit of action down there around your gut to really do a full on Duffner. You know, you can try. Many have tried, many have failed. But uh, yeah, Duffnering is quite. But that is cool to be there out of out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. What do you? Yep. Of course, Duffner sitting on the floor at Oakmont. Yeah. Yep. In the locker room. Why not? But USAM next week at Oakmont. I mean, Caddy, how cool is Oakmont? We talk about that locker room. 
it's pretty neat. There's a couple of guys from Utah that are playing next week, and um, they're, they're so excited to get back there and have an opportunity to play. I mean, that is really one of the special places for a major championship, and, you know, whether pro or amateur, huh? Oakmont is. If you, there's a couple of venues where you'd want to play the U.S. Amateur, and you'd want to play it at Oakmont. You'd want to play it at Pebble. You'd want to play it at a place maybe like Wingfoot. Um, but it's Oakmont is, in my opinion, <clears throat> the most difficult course in the world. It's up there. Cardusi and Oakmont are my top two draft choices for that. Mm. It's just brutal. It's it's all you want. It's got amazing history. Um, I, I, I have a couple memories. I, I worked a couple tournaments at Oakmont, and it was, I think it was 94 U.S. Open when it was really hot. Ernie Ells won. There were still trees on the course. It was super hot and humid that week, and there's no air conditioning in the locker room. Um, that was kind of interesting. But, uh, yeah, one of my good buddies lives right across the street, literally, literally across the street from the entrance. So, uh, and he's, he's won the club championship multiple times. Kurt Coulter, quite a player. Yeah. We follow him on social. He's, uh, he's their historian as well, if I'm not mistaken. He, yeah, he's, he's been there forever and his parents are members there. Yeah. He can really, Kurt, he played at UVA. He's a good player. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. But Oakland is special. I mean, it's special. It's all you want, and I mean, you, you go in there. It's you know what? It's kind of like when you go when you go to Augusta, you go to Cypress Point. It's one of those places you can just feel the history of this place when you walk in there. It's just special. It's nice. It's great that golf has venues like that. It's like going to Fenway Park, things like that. Mm. Pretty cool. Good mm. analogy. Yeah. Really cool. Hey, so Caddy, I wanted to ask you about uh, Phil Mickelson this week. Did you hear about the arm lock putter? I heard he went to arm lock today. That's all I heard. So what's going? I mean, did did he give us a nice dissertation on the mechanics of why he did this and all that? Or he did not. Are we? He just said he's not quite sold not. on it after the first round. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Here's what's interesting, well, Phil. Although he putted well and won the PGA this year. He's 137th in strokes gained putting, and it's the third straight year he's been outside the top 120. Wow. He must be bombing it with the putter. (laughs) (laughs) And not the driver. Hitting bombs with putters, huh? That's not good. You don't want to hit bombs with the putter. No, that's not good. Well, 137th in strokes gained putting probably is not going to get the job done. Have but you, it did on a week to week basis. Have you tinkered with the no. arm lock? No, I can't do the long putter, the belly, the all, all that stuff. I'm I'm lucky in that I've never remotely even had any issues with putting. Um, just so I'm conventional, and I I can't do it. It doesn't make me. It makes me worse to do that stuff. But and, I and think I feel like the arm lock should not too, be. Don't you? Well, I did. I've recently replaced it with a oh. with another ping putter. Yeah. Okay. I was at the thing. I, see, I, I I got lucky. I got I got fit for clubs at the ping four center. That's pretty cool. Phoenix. Yep. Yeah, I felt pretty privileged um, to 
said, you know, you, you can't just go there. Um, I, you know, I got lucky enough to get invited there to do it. And it was pretty cool. They hooked me all up with some game improvement clubs. I tested out as a little better than the average tour pro on their staff with putting mechanics. Mm. So I was, and, and I was probably not quite that good at hitting the ball or I wouldn't be caddying, but, uh, no, it was cool. It was really cool. It was it was a great experience. Highly recommend it. But the B sixty is now in the in the in the archives closet. I like it. All there right. you go. Hey, Caddy's yeah. joining us. Hey, real quick before we let you go, um, what'd you think of the Olympics? Xander Schauffele, an Olympic gold medalist, and I thought it was interesting playing alongside this week with Justin Thomas. I should let me let me rephrase this. Justin Thomas is playing alongside the two gold medal winners from the two Olympics since golf's been back five years ago and this year. Justin or Justin Rose and Xander Schauffele. I don't know if that's like a, mm. JT's like, hey, what are you trying to do? Stick it to me, or what, what's the deal here? I think clearly they should have both worn their golds onto the first tee with JT just to rub it in. <laughs> and, uh, but, but hey, Justin, think, you, you have one of these? Great. Oh, you have one of these. Yeah, yeah, I got one of these. You got one of these? Yeah, I got one of those. How yeah, about you, so JT? Huh? I, yeah. Well, you know, Xander, tremendous performance. That was, I, I, I got into watching the Olympic golf big mm. time. I thought it was great. I enjoyed the big old playoff. I love I love McElroy's line. I've never tried so hard to finish third in my life. Yeah, um, that is classic. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, a lot of good stuff came from that. My one regret for Xander was that uh, I wasn't sure exactly what kind of an outfit that was going to the podium. Was that an Ebola suit? Was it a? <laughs> you know, was he going to? It's was an he Olympic gonna, suit. Was he going to? Was he going to maybe prepare? <laughs> Uh, a spacecraft for flight in the dust-free, oh uncontaminated gosh. room. I mean, I I don't I don't know what that was. Uh, and he's I it's mean, the I Olympics. Like, what's he wearing? You know, who's the guy in the white? That's Sander. Oh my goodness! You know, is he gonna is he gonna go? Was he the janitor? I, I mean, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> you know what? But, That's like talking about what what's the guy doing in the green jacket after he won the major. I mean, come on, man. That's the no, Olympics. That's no. the Olympic stuff. It just I think you know what happened is Andrew's like, I'm feeling like an athlete. The athletes wear the sweat. You know, they wear this thing. But I'm like, mm, it just didn't no. It just didn't sorry. Didn't work. But otherwise, other than that, you know, you gotta it was it was pretty cool. I was uh, couldn't help but be impressed with the performance. And I do believe, like Bones made some great comments that I completely agree with. Yeah, I do believe that that will that will launch Xander up into the winning category. We all thought he was going to be doing by now more often. I think this will be a big deal mentally for him. So hopefully it will. I like it. Yeah, good stuff. Well, Caddy, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for sharing some stories, and uh, you're a good man. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> See, I, I left him with that little compliment. He didn't even yes. know what to say at that point. I'm going to go with the yeah. stock thank you, gentlemen, and just bail because I don't even know how to respond. Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back and uh, discuss some of the other storylines around the world of golf. You're listening to Brian and Bob right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. 
It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Trotta, unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you. I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. And this segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. When it comes to WGCs, PGA Tour events worldwide and major championships, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Thanks for joining us, Brian and Bob. Thanks so much for the caddy to the caddy for spending some time with us. Appreciate him being with us. Some story time with the caddy is always good. And, and then he commented there, Xander Schauffele, and uh, really feels like that Olympic gold medal is going to project him into winning major championships and big events. So we'll see. Uh, hasn't done that so far this week, but that's a bit of, an, of, of a journey coming over from Tokyo yeah. after what he went through. Huh? Coming all the way back to Memphis. Yeah. Um, I think he, he took some time off for a day or so getting back and, and that, that to- type of thing. So, yeah, you know, 
what is that little brain fog or whatever, but you know what? It's all going to be good. Xander's going to, he's going to play well coming down the stretch. He's, you know, he's going to probably take a week off next week before he starts the, the playoffs. And, uh, and then we're going to see him through that and we'll see him on the Ryder cup team. And it's going to be a fun fall for him. You know, the, the rest of the PGA tour, they're playing the Barracuda this week. Mm-hmm. I've been playing our club championship this week. And it was nice to look at that leaderboard at Barracuda and realize that I'm, you know, way better than those guys on the PGA Tour. They're playing a Stableford system, Brian, though. Right. But they're like plus 25. And I'm only plus, I mean, I'm only plus 21. So it's like almost Chicago, Brian. Right. I I understand. I'm just saying, if you look at the leaderboard, (laughs) I'm only plus 21 and they're plus 25. So yeah, I, you know, you're beating them. I I know that's, I'm, I'm taking courage. I was really discouraged (laughs) and now I'm feeling better after, you know, taking a look and say, you know what happens with everybody? Everybody has those kind of weeks, you know, sometimes you're 25 over. It's just, it is what it is. So anyway, um, yeah, Bob, uh, it was, it was a little rough. Now we are going to talk next hour with Bruce Summerhays. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that we had a great little putting range session where we are putting green session practice session where he showed me this happy golfer method. And I really like it. What I haven't been able to figure out is I just did it really for a couple hours with him. And then I practiced uh-huh. it on my own for about a half an hour here and there. I just haven't figured out how to take it to competition yet. Not that it's this really wild, you know, strange thing for me. It just simply, I, my mind goes completely haywire in the middle of the competition. And I, I act like I've never even putted a ball in the hole before in my life. Huh? I, I hear what you're saying. You're like, yeah, Brian, I don't want to talk about your bad putting here, but it's, <laughs> it's remarkable how things can just kind of, your mind can just shut off. I thought about at one point in time when I was having all sort of weird thoughts about how the caddy says that inside the ropes, which obviously at your club championship, there are no ropes, but the idea being in the middle of the competition, it's that, right. it's that temporary insanity. Exactly. I experienced it. I'm with you. I got yeah. it. Yeah. I got it. And I had it. I had it the day before. It worked out for you though. But it worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine's not going to work out, <clears throat> but you know what? If I shoot 57 in the final round, there's a good chance I top five. So, you know, I mean. There's a chance. (laughs) Oh, good times. Hey, by the way. Maybe uh, they'll let you not play one hole. Actually, if they didn't let me play three. If I didn't play the final round, I still wouldn't top 10. So I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That's not going to (laughs) help. So, Phil. Look, Phil's one of the great champions of all time. Uh-huh. We just talked about it with the caddy, and he tried some arm lock. Well, yep. that didn't work out for him so well, and we talked to the caddy after round one, and he comes back with the old putter and goes out in 30. In fact, he birdied the first four holes. And Look, this is a guy in Phil Mickelson, one of the great champions. It's 137th in strokes gained putty, putting, and it's the third straight year he's been outside the top 120. So um, putting is one of those things that I get it. You're a Casper. It's not something you've ever had to worry about. It's part of your DNA. You guys just roll the rock and hole putts. But for everybody else, you know, we're always, we're always grinding. Even Xander tried a little arm lock. Well, he did try an arm lock, and a lot of guys are using the arm lock. You look at Will Zalatoris, who's at eight under par this week. He he uses the arm lock. Webb Simpson, some of the guys on tour use it, and a lot of guys are saying, you know what? It stabilizes everything. It's it's a phenomenal way to putt. And so Phil gave it a try, just like Xander gave it a try. And 
he probably needs to spend a little more time on it if he's going to use it actually in competition. But he went back to the short one, and the short one is like uh, bread and butter for him, man. He loves it. Yeah, it's working out. All right. Uh, we mentioned that there's a new schedule out there. Uh-huh. And, you know, we have two events left in this year's schedule before going into the playoffs. And then Ryder Cup, as you mentioned. But this 21-22 schedule, we got a little bit of an alliance with the PG, the European Tour. We talked Correct. about how the, you know that was going to be taking place. And this is the two tours banding together to ensure a stronger unity and to ward off uh, would-be you know, tours, startups like the Premier Super Leagues and those mm-hmm. types of things. So when you take a look at this, let's talk about how those kind of meld together because there's there's a there's a back to back in Vegas, which is kind of interesting. That's correct. We have fewer WGC events. Anyway, run That's us correct. through kind of the highlights. So, um, like you said, WGC events. There's only going to be two now, and that is the Dell Match Play, which is going to be played in March, the end of March. And um, the HSBC Champions, which is in October, um, normally falls in the fall fall time of the year. Now, um, people ask about Mexico. Mexico is going to have its own event, a standalone event, in April, the end of April, first part of May. So that's kind of what happens with that. Now, um, also, Memphis, which is where they're playing the WGC event this week, that's going to move to the first event of the playoffs. And um, and it'll be played at the same course. And then you've got the BMW Championship and then the Tour Championship um, next year. Um, let me see. What, what else is kind of interesting? Did they do um, away with match play? No, the match play is okay. one of the WGCs. Okay, they're keeping yep. that one. Okay, Match play and HSBC, there correct. You like you said, um, uh, back-to-back weeks, the Shriners Children's in uh, Las Vegas and then the CJ Cup. Um, which is normally in Korea, is going to be played again this year at the Summit Club in Las Vegas. And those will be back-to-back. The following week will be um, the HSBC Champions, and um, that will um, – they're allowing play to go go on over there. What Um, I find is interesting is you're seeing the Puerto Rico Open – Playing opposite of the uh, API, so Correct. we're going to have less. We're going to have fewer WGC events, but this Invitational is going to have an opposite field event, which is that is correct. I, I don't know. I find that to be uh, to be kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, also, the so, NFL schedule switches up a little bit, so uh, Phoenix wants to maintain Super Bowl Sunday finish, so they're flip flopping with AT and T. Correct. In the correct. schedule for this year. Yep, and. Um, let me see. Uh, the, uh, the Canadian Open comes back. That will be the week before the U.S. Open. Normally, it's the week after the Open Championship, but that will come back in June as the week before the U.S. Open. So okay. there's, you know, Valspar's going back to its normal time in March. Um, Wyndham Championship is going to, uh, of course, be the last event before uh, the playoffs. Rocket Mortgage Classic, John Deere Classic, um, they all move a week earlier. So John Deere classes is going to be um, one week before, um, before the final event, before it goes to over across the pond. So yeah, there, there's some shakeups, but, but it's all good. And now you talked about the Alliance, the PGA tour has an Alliance and they're going to, they're going to be part of 
the Scottish the Scottish Open is is going to be one of those tournaments that's in the alliance um, for. So the that's PGA both a tour and the European tour, both a PGA tour event and a European tour event. Correct. So Correct. somebody goes over and wins the Scottish Open. They're on. Uh, they're not a member of the PGA tour. They win that. I would give them automatic status on the PGA yeah, tour. I would think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, there you go. I think that's. Uh, I, I'm good with it. Look, most of the European best players from the European Tour are over here in America anyway and playing on the mm-hmm. PGA Tour. So it is in Europe's best interest for them to have that alliance, right? Uh, one well, other and note. It, sorry, go it's, ahead. In, it's the reason I think the reason that they're doing that is they're trying to lock up, lock up the game of golf um, so that they don't have those those fringe groups coming in and trying to pull out the marquee players out of out of the European tour and the PGA tour. And so they're, they're locking up their territory. One last note on the new schedule. Quill hollow no, normally hosting the Wells Fargo championship, but they will be playing host to the president's cup uh, next year. And so the Wells Fargo is moving to TPC Potomac in Avenel farm in Maryland for mm-hmm. a, a year, May 5th through the 8th. So yeah. And, and that TPC Avenel is where the tour has played for a long time. And uh, and so it's it's just a swap of a venue for one year and then it'll go back to Quail Hollow. Okay. All right. Again, we got two weeks left in the regular season playoffs and then Ryder Cup. When we come back, we'll hit the Ryder Cup standings real quick before we uh, wrap up hour number one. Hour number two, the back nine is going to be a fun one. Thanks again to the caddy for spending some time with us. Our happy golfer segment, even though I haven't necessarily been a happy golfer putting this week, the Bruce Summerhays insights are tremendous. I thoroughly enjoyed spending some time with him, and I hope you'll enjoy our interviews coming up on the back nine, hour number two. Stay tuned. This is Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to bob at casbyrealestate.com. That's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob Welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. It's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. It's the ball that changed the ball. Check out Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X and Chrome Soft XLS at CallawayGolf.com. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two, as I mentioned in our conversation with Bruce Summerhays. Again, when you get a chance to visit with one of these guys that have has played professional golf, has been out on tour, and a little older now, and they, they've learned so much. They've learned from so many different players that we don't even see and haven't even heard of in a lot of senses. Uh, you learn, you pick up some things, and I, I think the conversations are going to be worthwhile. I hope you'll tune in and check it out. Bob, before we close out the hour, let's take a look at the Ryder Cup standings, beginning with the U.S. team, because this is getting, it's getting down to the wire, and I'm excited yeah. for it. I got Ryder Cup fever, baby. Yeah, I'm getting excited for it. Colin Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, and Xander Shoffley are top six right now as it sits with, you know, a couple more events in the playoffs. Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed, Harris English, Patrick Cantley, Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Jason Kokrak. Those are the next set of guys down to number 15. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Phil Mickelson, by the way, sitting at 17. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's going to get a pick. How about the European Tour? Okay, for the European squad on European points, you've got uh, John Rahm, Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton, and Matthew Fitzpatrick that are inside the points for the squad. And then for the world points, you've got Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland, Paul Casey, Lee Westwood, and Shane Lowry. So they've got nine, and they get three captain's picks for Captain Padraig Harrington. I like our team. They're great on paper. They're going to play just as well or better in Wisconsin. All right, still to come, the back nine, hour number two, our conversation with Bruce Summerhays. If you want to know what the happy golfer method is, stay tuned. Back nine's next right here on Real Golf Radio. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The U.S. economy added 943,000 jobs in July, and the jobless rate fell to 5.4% last month. President Biden touting the economy, saying his economic policies are working. The president also striking an optimistic tone regarding the roughly $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. It's a bill that would end years of gridlock in Washington and create millions of good-paying jobs and put America on a new path to win the race for the economy in the 21st century. The annual Sturgis Motorcycle Rally kicks off today in Sturgis, South Dakota. Crowds are expected to be in the 700,000 range by some estimates. The city will be handing out COVID-19 self-test kits at the event to help slow the spread of the virus. USA Radio News. Hey, some big news. Eric Bowling is back on TV with a new show. Tune into Newsmax every weekday at 4 p.m. Eastern and watch Eric Bowling on The Balance. Eric is the balance to big media, woke politics, and cancel culture. All this week, Eric is exposing the dangers of Joe Biden's inflation. It's already rising big time, and it could wipe out your stocks, bonds, cash, even your retirement. So get the truth about Biden and find your balance. Watch Eric Bowling on Newsmax at 4 p.m. Eastern today. More than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's on all major cable systems. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them. Tell them you want it. Plus, find Newsmax free on streaming systems like Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. Or download the free Newsmax app on your phone and watch it anytime, anywhere. More than 30 million Americans are tuning into Newsmax because it's real news for real people. A Republican senator is not a fan of a no-fly list. Rand Paul slammed a column posted by The Atlantic and written by Juliet Kayyem, a former assistant secretary for Homeland Security under President Barack Obama. In the column, she states, A no-fly list for unvaccinated adults is an obvious step that the federal government should take. On Thursday's Fox & Friends, Paul called the column obscene. So it makes no sense. It's, it's complete collectivism. And all of these people are the same people who hooted and hollered and said, Trump is leading us to authoritarianism. What could be more authoritarian than a no-fly list for people who disagree with you? From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. Embattled New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is getting support from across the aisle. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani tweeting, Cuomo may be guilty, but we used to have trials before convictions. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. United Airlines is the first major airline to require their employees to be vaccinated by this fall. The airline taking the step as the Delta variant drives a nationwide increase in COVID-19 infections. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz is no fan of government-issued mask mandates, but he tells CNBC if a private business wants to impose them, he's all for it. 
Yeah, look, Becky, I agree with that. And if an individual, if a restaurant, if a store has a mask policy, look, as a customer, I comply with that. If I don't want to comply with that, I may choose to go elsewhere. I, I do think that, 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 that a business has a right to request either its employees or, or customers wear masks. Uh, some are doing so. You know, I will say in Houston, uh, about a month ago, I was out running errands, and the one, one store in Houston that required masks uh, was the Apple store, which, which, which made me laugh out loud. And, and uh, you know, at the time, the CDC recommendation was if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. And, and, and I asked the folks there, I said, so does Apple not, not follow the, the science? They, they didn't have an answer to that, obviously. Yes, but it's their General, right, and if I really disliked I it, I could have decided I'm not going to get my iPhone. I'm not going to buy the accessories. You know what I did? I put the mask on. A massive dehumidifier recall is underway. Around 2.4 million of the devices from 20 different brands are being recalled due to a potential fire risk. There have been no injuries, but so far about $17 million in property damage. Hey, Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hey, welcome in. It's the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Hit us up on Twitter at Real Golf and follow us at one of our favorite radio stations, affiliates, or any of your favorite podcast sites as well as iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, and the like. Uh, pleased to be with you. Thanks for talking golf with us. We're wrapping it up. Just a couple weeks left in the regular season, and then we got playoffs, Bob. I'm excited about that. Uh, excited to see how this all shakes out. It's, it feels so much more normal, you know, with, with the season being the way it is, and I'm excited to see the way it plays out in a normal setting. And then, of course, the Ryder Cup is still obviously a huge yeah. thing that I'm looking forward to. It's, it's been on postponed for a year which I guess is okay because we continue to look forward to the next Ryder Cup here in the U.S. at Whistling Straits, and that's now just, what, a little over a month away. So excited about watching that all unfold. My favorite event, I I mean, I get, well, let let me just say this. A lot of the players, Justin Thomas included, said, Mm -hmm. look, the Ryder Cup's great, the President's Cup great, but nothing's like this Olympics. And right. I found that to be interesting. I don't know if it was just because he was in the moment and caught up in the Olympic spirit, and I'm not taking that away from him. But to me, the Ryder Cup still feels bigger. Well, I agree. For with golf. You. Uh, the, yeah, the Ryder Cup's more, got more history and more nostalgia to it. 
Um, you know, it's expanded to include not GB&I, but all of continental Europe as well. And uh, they've been really kind of laying the wood to us as far as uh, being able to beat the U.S. squad over the last little bit. So the, the U.S. team needs to really step up and, and, uh, and, and get that cup back. But I'll tell you what, the, the Olympics was great. Uh, it was great for a second time in a row to see how things happened. And uh, it was great to see Xander Shoffley, as we've talked about. Um, great to see him win. That up and down on the last hole, uh, the 72nd hole, was a phenomenal to uh, ensure, it to, well, excuse me, secure the gold medal. And the story around Xander with his grandfather having Olympic uh, dreams yeah. and aspirations as well as his own father, I think that, you know, just so fitting, right? And mm-hmm. and Xander is long one of the guys that we've talked about. You know, when it comes to major championship golf, who do you like coming into it? Xander's one of those guys. And so to yep. see him break through, we talk about this with Ryder Cups. Will we see this propel him to more yeah. winning ways, especially in the big events? Caddy thinks so. We'll see how it all shakes out. Hey, we've got a fun back nine for you. Bruce Summerhays is going to stop by. We're talking about the happy golfer putting method. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be fun. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hour number two continues next. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weisskopf-designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf. Framing the future of speed. Epic speed will change the industry forever with a simple equation that creates a profound impact on driver technology and performance. Callaway's not just making drivers. They're framing the future of speed. If you haven't tried it, check out the new Epic family of drivers at CallawayGolf.com. And by the way, Callaway and Real Golf Radio salutes Annika Sorensen for her win at the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur Woodock. Uh, excuse me, Women's Open uh, last yeah. week. Really, really great stuff, and it's fun. I loved watching Annika play golf in her prime, and it's fun to see her come back out and show us a little bit of that, Yeah, you know, vintage Annika, huh? Yeah, deja vu, no doubt about it. I mean, she was one close. that went into major championships and really excelled, especially, uh, what, three U.S. Uh, Women's Open championships, yeah. and here she she comes back, she gets... She gets the lead, and she doesn't spit the bit. She just extended it out and ended up winning by, what, eight shots? Eight something shots, like that. It, was, yeah. it was pretty sweet. Yeah, really, really special. So congrats there, Annika. Uh, so there's two weeks remaining in the season on the PGA Tour, Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got players that are that are grinding to get inside the top 125 on the FedEx Cup. That gets you into yep. the playoffs, and it also secures your card uh, and playing privileges on the big stage for another year. Um, you've got Corn Ferry that's in Utah this week. They got a couple weeks left as well, and then they get into their postseason where they try to make sure they're inside the top twenty-five and advance to or graduate to the big stage and get their cards. With a couple weeks left, you got WGC going on this week. You've also got Barracuda going on yep. this week, and then Wyndham, and then it starts into the playoffs. So, guys, are this is crunch time, right? I mean, when you look at the PGA Tour, if you're wondering, okay, I don't really watch Barracuda, I don't want to watch the opposite field, quote unquote stuff, or you know, I don't know. Next week, a lot of guys will be taking Wyndham off. Hey, this is this is worth watching. This is when guys, it all comes down. They've worked all year for it, and now they face relegation, if you will like in Premier League, going back or yep. keeping their card and, and playing for the big money. This is the this is real pressure stuff. It is because when the Wyndham Championship is done mid-August, that's it. You have to be 125 in the points to be able to go to the Northern Trust to keep your card for the year. If not, the next... Um, 126 through 175, those guys are are going to the four um, event shootout that's going to be with web.com tour players, and um, they can they can get they can work their way 
into a better position on uh, on the web.com tour or even have a chance to uh, by web.com you mean up. corn fairy that's what i meant corn fairy <laughs> sorry <laughs> so used to saying that for so many years but yes the corn fairy um championship uh series so um yeah this is uh this is crunch time right now with these uh these last two events that most of the guys are trying to get in and then uh, and then we go right to the to the uh, the playoffs with the Northern Trust, um, the 19th through the 22nd of August, then the BMW Championship, the 26th through the 29th, and then the Tour Championship, the 2nd through the 5th of September. And sitting there at number 125, America's favorite bubble boy, Ricky, Ricky. Fowler. Yep. I mean, sure that's is. pretty surprising, right? Yeah, it is. It is surprising, but you know what? We'll see what he's able to do over the next couple of weeks to try to get himself in, into position or bumped up a little bit higher so that he can keep he can keep going. Um, first of all, securing his card, but keep going as far as going along in the playoffs to try to get to the tour championship. Yeah, without a doubt. Camille VJ, Patrick Rogers, Camille Vijegas, Chesson Hadley, Cameron Percy, and Charles Howe the third. Uh, around in that what, 26 to 30 spot. Right. And, you know, down down inside 133, how about Tommy Fleetwood? Justin Rose at 134. Uh, we talked about, yeah. it. you know, Francesco Molinari at 136. So there's some decent names that are on the outside looking in. And then, you know, guys that are just barely hanging on, Nate Lashley at 124, Adam Scott at 123, Scott Stallings, Bo Hogue, Matt Kuchar at 120. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Bob, the schedule also came out for next year. Couple of things to point out. Fewer WGCs and a little doubleheader in Vegas, huh? Yeah, WGCs. Um, now there will only be two World Golf Championship events. Those will include the HSBC Champions and the Dell Match Play. Uh, Mexico was a WGC event. But that is going to take, or or they are going to have their own standalone spot now in um, the schedule for the PGA Tour this week in Memphis. That will become the first event of next year's playoffs, and that will be played at TPC Southwind, where they're playing this week. Then there's going to be the BMW in Delaware and the Tour Championship uh, in East Lake the last week of August. So <clears throat> instead of playing at some of the large cities, yep. like what we saw originally with these FedEx Cups, they're going to strategic sponsor locations, which, right. you know, again, I guess that makes some sense. And uh, I, I find it interesting. I'm going to, I find it interesting on the WGC front, right? Because with the whole Premier League, Super League, mm-hmm. all that stuff starting wanting to creep in, and now WGCs are actually getting fewer. I, I don't know. I just find that to be interesting to see what the tour strategy is, and we'll find more. As again, this just released this week. Find out more as it continues. Phil Mickelson tried out some arm lock this week. Uh, he's 137th in strokes game putting, beside despite being a major champion winner this year. It's the third straight year that Phil's been outside the top 120 in strokes game putting. So he's trying some things. I've been working on my putting, and I had a chance to catch up with Bruce Summerhays on the putting green at our club Alpine in here in Utah. And we spent some time talking about what he calls the happy golfer method. I found it to be so enjoyable and so fascinating. I asked him if he'd spend some time on the show with us. So he will join us coming up next. Bruce Summerhays, former Champions Tour player with that happy golfer method right here on Real Golf Radio. 
Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things i've gone through and it worked i could see instantly and 12 years later i haven't had any issues at all i can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like mike weir bruce and boyd Summerhays, bob casper and me oh and mention real golf radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your lasik procedure do it now at hoops vision.com you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. Really excited to talk to our next guest. You know, we spend a lot of time on this show talking about the PGA Tour and the schedule and the players and all of that, but... At the, at the heart of it all, it is Real Golf Radio, and those of you listening, and uh, including us talking to you and with you this day, are real golfers. We like to play. It's our passion. It's what we like to do. We're in the middle of club championship at our club, and so a lot of preparation that you normally wouldn't put into it going on this week, which is kind of fun and unique, but this is what the tour guys do on a regular basis. Had an opportunity 
to run into the great Bruce Summerhays, former Champions Tour player, and out at the club the day before the club championship started. And I just said, hey, Bruce, you headed to the putting green? He said, yeah. And I said, would you mind if you just gave me a couple of tips? He goes, sure. So he starts to unfold this philosophy about practice and putting. I and love it. I had such a good time, Bob. We ended up spending almost two hours out there. I was yeah. I was completely baked. It was a hot afternoon, but we had a great time. And I thought, you know what? It was so enjoyable. I wish I had just had the whole thing mic'd up when we could have just made the whole thing a podcast. I think it would have been a blast. So we're going to try to recreate that and uh, and bring Bruce on with us right now. Bruce Summerhays joining us. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Brian. Good to be with you and Bobby. Yep. Well, I, we appreciate Fantastic. you taking a few minutes for sure. So um, you, you heard me set it up there. You, you were you were eager and, and excited to kind of share with me. Why don't you kind of start from the beginning a little bit on uh, you, you started out by telling me that your philosophy is different than anybody else. Tell me, tell me again and our audience um, where you where you came up with this philosophy, where you got it and, and just exactly what it is. Yeah, I, uh, I call it the happy golfer philosophy, and uh, I learned it from uh, uh, a very old uh, touring pro that uh, I got to know when uh, I went down to the Northern California area, and we played some golf with Southern California pros, and Jerry Barber, who was the 1961 PGA champ, uh, became a good friend. and. Uh, it was interesting, you know, I, I played a little bit with him and I could not believe that uh, the story about getting an up and down out of garbage can was true, but after playing with him, I knew that it was true. You know, that guy, he, he could get it up and down from everywhere and I, I loved the way he putted. And it all started with, they used to have what they called the, the senior junior, uh, tournament up at Jeremy Ranch, and uh, Mike Malaska and I were in the, the Utah section at the time, and we were going to play in a couple of tournaments just right after that week, so we were up watching, and I saw Jerry Barber on the putting green, and uh, I said, Mike, let's go over to talk to Jerry Barber about, about putting, so he went over, we went over, and he outlined how he putted and I could not believe it the first time I heard anything like this and the first thing he said well first first thing I do is I don't practice short putts and I just you know that 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 floored me and then he went into to why and what he does and uh, he said he loves to during the week during the tournament he loves to spend an hour on the putting green every day to get used to the speed of the greens by putting 20, 30, 40, 50, and even 60 footers for an hour a day. And he went on to say that, uh, you know, it just, he's always had a good stroke and he's had his stroke. If you watch Jerry Barber stroke it, it was a little bit different than anybody else. But I think that can be said about every three pro puts the ball they all do it a little bit different you know they have to find their stroke bobby your dad oh yeah probably one of the best putters ever had just the stroke that nobody else used 
really. I mean, it was his and his alone. I mean, but it, but it was beautiful that it wasn't the stroke so much. I used to, I used to get to watch him play and then play a little bit with him. And the thing I loved is the way the ball rolled. It was just uh, amazing. And he developed that over the years, but I couldn't stroke it that way. That isn't the way I, I could do it, but I wanted the ball to roll that way. And, uh, so anyway, uh, Jerry went through this process of not putting short putts, not practicing short putts. There's a difference. He said occasionally on a long putt that he was practicing, he needed four to five to six feet by or short. And he said, I would then putt that one. But he said he always used one ball to practice putting too. He didn't, he didn't have three or four balls out there, two or three. He just used one ball to simulate what was happening on on the golf course and uh and it and it just just made a lot of sense so mike and i had two tournaments to play in and we went up to wyoming to the first tournament and uh <laughs> i told brian they called it the little pitcher i think they still call That's it right. that up in, up in wyoming yeah, up in Riverton. I mean, I yeah, think they I pl- still I call it that. that a few times. I'm still there chuckling at that so name, know. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, that's a, that's. A, I can always remember Jimmy Blair when he was up there. You know, because they had you could buy players. You know, they had a Calcutta always, and he said, "Well, if you're not playing good." He said, "Just <laughs> you know, just buy the winner." <laughs> and that's what Jimmy would do all the time. He'd get in those Calcuttas, and sometimes he'd buy himself. He he knew he was playing good, but he'd always try to buy the winner and make it make money doing that. It was great. And and then we were going to play in our section championship right after that up in Montana. And so when when we got to the the tournament up there in Wyoming, the first thing. We did. We got out of the car, and I putted for a solid hour on the green. And I did that all week. And the great thing that happened to me for that whole week is I did not have one three-putt. Now, I don't know. That's a three-day tournament up there, I think it was. And and uh, I don't know about you guys uh, playing in a golf tournament, but if you don't have a three-putt in the tournament, you're doing well. Indeed. Yeah. And, and so – I thought, hey, this this is working. And I didn't practice short putts. I hit a few, you know, but I, I didn't practice them. And then the next week, uh, I finished about fifth in the tournament. And then the next week, we went up to Montana to play in our section championship. And once again, two straight weeks in a row, I did not have a three putt, which was just amazing to me. And I ended up winning this, winning our section championship up there. And, uh, but the most amazing thing on the 13th hole, the last day, I had about a 10 footer that broke about a foot left to right on the last day. And I got up to hit the putt and I looked, looked at the hole just before I was going to look back and then stroke it in. And I had to step away from the putt because the, the hole, the hole looked so big to me. <laughs> I thought somebody had made a mistake and I, I thought the superintendent had come out with that different hole cutter, you know, the one they replaced the, the green with a little bit. I thought they, they'd taken out that big hole cutter. 
and made the, the hole. And I thought, oh, wait So I just stepped up and knocked it right in. You know, it was just no problem. And I just thought, holy cow. So I had this, I had this immediate response of great putting. I don't, I don't remember how many times I have not three putted at least one time, you know, in three rounds of golf. Uh, see, I, both the tournaments were three rounds of golf. And so it was, uh, it was, it was absolutely wonderful. And, uh, and so that's, that's how it all started. I, I've got a little bit more to the, the system, but, but it's just, uh, that's how it started. So Bob, yeah, I've heard about how, oh God, the hole must look huge. I, I don't know that I've ever quite experienced where I needed to step back because my perspective <laughs> was that the hole was twice as big as it's supposed to be, but I loved hearing from someone that had, I mean, that's pretty yeah. cool stuff, right? I had a few times in when I was playing basketball back in the day that, you know, where the whole, the rim would look big. You'd say he could throw it into an ocean right now, whatever, right? It just was, you know, it just, you'd let it go and you know it's going in. Uh, golf has always been more of a struggle for me than that, but that is a pretty neat feeling to have. I'm sure you've had that, uh, you know, from time to time. At times, yeah. You know, um, Bruce, my dad, um, you know, in the years that I've caddied for him on the on the Champions Tour and that kind of thing. Anytime that he um, had difficulty with um, his putting, whether he was making short putts or long putts or whatever, um, he always went to length, like you said. He always went to length with his putting, and also he would practice chip-and-run shots, lots of them, um, on on the greens to help him with the pace and to help him see the ball roll and to help him see it get close and, uh, and develop his touch and feel with that as well. So yeah, he did that same type of thing with, um, length and, and my dad was a guy that never, ever pounded it past the hole. He, he always was dripping it into the hole or around the edges of the hole. Um, and that's how he made putts. Um, so, um, that helped him develop his feel and touch. And, and that goes right along with what we what you're saying. Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. I I know Ben Crenshaw. That's the way he putted. You know, he he normally played a lot more break than anybody else out there because he was he was pr- probably trying to if he hit it by the hole or if he missed the putt, he didn't want to go much more than six inches to a foot by the hole. So you've got to you've got to take that's that's quite a bit more break than somebody who's trying to hit it three three to four feet by, which a lot of the pros do. You know, they're very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad way to putt. It's just that uh, when I started doing this, what was interesting is I really became a happy golfer <laughs> because I didn't have to make I didn't have to make a hundred three footers in a row and to go home. You know, I could just go home. I didn't have to make those three footers a hundred in a row or something. Then yeah. Because you're always going to miss one of those three footers. I mean, you might be there until midnight, you know, and putting with the lights on on your car. And then your battery's going to go dead, but that's happened before to many putters. But, <laughs> but, but nonetheless, it just it changed my whole philosophy about that. And, uh, and what I found is, is uh, I made a lot of 20- and 30-footers because they – I practice 
so many 40 and 50 and 60 footers that when I got on 20 feet, it just, it just looked like I should make it or even 30 feet. And, uh, and Brian, that, that happened yesterday. You know, when we were putting, you could, you could see that happening when, after we got through some of those longer putts and spending some time, 15, 20 minutes on the long, real long ones, 40 and 50 and 60 footers, and then came down to 20 feet, you started holding a lot more putts. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Bruce Summerhays joining us. Can you hold on for just a second, Bruce, and we'll come back and continue yeah. the conversation? All right, we're going to sure. come back with Bruce Summerhays in just a minute. We've got to take a short break. I'm going to tell you about how I started making putts, and then I want to get into Bruce's philosophy on the short putts and why he doesn't practice them because you don't need to. But when he does hit them, he's got some ideas on what you're looking at and how to read them and, and how to ensure that you're making those short ones. Bruce Summerhays, former Champion Store player, joining us right here. Stay tuned. More Real Golf Radio next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, the Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor Squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. 
and it might not be who you think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Continuing our conversation with former champion store player and a good friend of ours, Bruce Summerhays. Uh, Bruce, so we, we, uh, we left off talking there about the happy golfer method and how you practice 30, 40, 50, 60 foot putts and you don't practice the short ones. And, uh, and, and so you're happy because you don't have to sit and grind over these short putts that you're going to miss and, and, and you just go away, you know, with this good feel for the greens. So Bruce and I did, to recap, we spent some time, a couple hours on the practice screen at Alpine Country Club this week. And Bruce says, okay, we pace. One of the things he did, Bob, is he, he mm-hmm. paces every putt off. Right. And he said, okay, that is, that, that's a 34 footer. So I want you to feel, so there we were with our single ball. He said, I want you to feel a 34-footer, and, and, and we would read it. This looks like you got to play it. Where's, he'd say, where's your spot? Okay. And, and he asked me, how do you like to read him? Do you like to pick a spot like a couple feet in front of your ball, or do you like to pick it out there by the hole? And I said, I've always had to pick it out by the hole. He goes, me too. Okay. So that's our spot. And then we'd putt to that and try to get the speed. And at the beginning, I was running at four four or five feet by. I was putting very aggressively. And by the end... All of a sudden, I start making some 30, 40-footers. And we move into 20, and I think I made four in a row. Tony Finau's dad walked up and was saying, what's going on here? So we start talking, and while they're talking, I'm rolling these putts in, and Bruce is like, I'm seeing you. It was kind of interesting, Bruce. Yeah, it really was. And that's what I was looking for to see what it was doing because, like I, I told you, I, I like your stroke a lot. But uh, what what – what we did over those two hours or what you did over those two hours, my spending time, you know, you spent time learning the pace of your stroke. You know, I mean, your stroke is really firm and, and, and I mean, it's solid. It doesn't move left and right much. And it just goes to the, to the point where you're looking, it goes down that line. And it was really fun to see that. But after, after uh, about an hour and a half, you really got it going from the, the speed standpoint and you probably you'd probably started taking it back just a little bit further than you normally would and coming into the ball and releasing it. And so it, would, it wouldn't go by the hole so much instead of taking a short, short back and then really extending through, you took it back a little bit further and extended it properly. And uh, you started to get the feel for pace yeah. for what your pace is and where you want you know, any, anywhere from two feet back to six inches is is what I like to work with people on 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 their pace. What do you like? What? Do, how do? You, how far do you want to hit it by the hole? Because when you're not practicing short putts and you're only practicing long putts, two feet is. Uh, I mean, you. I I think you can close your eyes and make them. You know, they just look so. The the hole looks so big. And uh, because you've been putting to this tiny little dot out there from 30 and 40 feet all day, yeah. you know, at least an hour. And all of a sudden the hole, just when you get up there within three feet, I mean, it looks funny. And, and so, I mean, it doesn't look funny. It just, it looks way different because your eyes start seeing things that they haven't seen before. 
And and that's my point on short putts. What I like to do on short putts is especially three feet and in. On three feet and in, most putts will not break out. You don't have to ha- uh, uh, aim outside the hole. I mean, it's just not unless you have a real crazy putt, which uh, in the U.S. Open you can get some crazy putts. And I'm sure you watched your dad, uh, oh, yeah. Bobby, in the U.S. Open. I mean, they put those pins in some spots where even on a three-footer, you got to aim outside the hole to make it. Sure. But normally, normally though, you just don't have to aim outside the hole. It's either inside right, left, straight, whatever, but it's not. And it's normally way inside the hole. And what I showed uh, Brian is that the hole is two and a half balls wide. So there's a, there's a lot of room for air there, actually. You can push it and pull it a little bit, and it's still going to go in the hole. Uh, if the speed's right. and uh, But the one thing I really like to do when I get close, from six feet and in, if, it's a, if it doesn't break outside the hole, is I like to look down in the hole and find something down almost to the bottom of the hole, at least halfway down the cup, and look at that real tiny mark down there. So it's just like shooting a gun where you, you aim small. Yep. you know, to hit the target, and uh, that has really helped. And then uh, uh, what I do for amateurs, especially I do this myself too, is I like a line on my putter. And uh, so what I do is I, I, I set the putter down, and Jeremy, I don't know anybody that doesn't set the, the putter down with the ball in the middle of the putter. And if the line is there, that's basically where it is. So I like to set that uh, – set that line down right to where I want to go. And then I, I move the line to that little point and then uh, the ball gets in the way of the putter and the hole gets in the way of the ball. I and love they, that. They, they, they just really go in, you know? So most, most amateurs I find the one thing that paralyzes them is the ball and the hole. Those two things paralyze them, you know, especially on a shorter putt. You know, they're, they're, that hole gets so tiny for them because they're not putting their mind in position to make the putt. You know, they're not, they're thinking about, geez, I hope I make this instead of putting yourself in position to really make it. And so let the line go to where you're looking. And uh, once again, the ball gets in the way of the putter and the hole gets in the way of the ball. And you don't miss many of them. You make a lot more of them. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. What do you think of that, Bob? Yeah, I like that. The idea that uh, the ball gets in the way of the putter and the the and hole the, gets in the way of the ball. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And even <laughs> with you hesitating there, Bobby, you know most most people don't think that way. Yeah. You know, they the ball the ball just puts them into a nervous fit. And then the hole shrinks because of that. Right, right. And so they're going to push it or pull it. Uh, you know, they're thinking about, oh, geez, I hope I stroke this good. Instead of actually just letting letting your uh, uh, letting your body take over and let it do what it does best. You know, because your mind, if, if your mind's not right, your body's not going to react well. 
Bruce Summerhays joining us here on Real Golf Radio. The happy golfer approach to putting, which which I love, and he's happy because he doesn't sit and grind over three footers when he's practicing. He gets the speed right, and then by you know by when you're practicing further away, when you get up to those short putts, you just feel like they should go in. And he's looking down at the hole, looking inside the hole. I thought it was interesting. I've always, Bob, and I don't know if this goes back to my yeah. basketball days because when you're a shooter, you want to look at the front of the rim. I've always felt that if you and there were and, and I was taught this as well that if you miss the front of the rim it's easy to compensate with a little bit you know you just put a little more legs into it or if you're missing your 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 jump shots on the off the back iron or something that feels a little harder to adjust to so what I noticed is when I'm up there putting I'm absolutely looking at where the ball is going to enter on the front of the cup and what Bruce did is he sat me back and goes okay let's look at that spot and the spot is actually smaller then the circumference of the hole because I'm focused on that front edge. But if you just go right. ahead and extend your vision to the back part of that cup, well, now that's the whole the whole rim of that thing is you're seeing the full backside instead of just the short entryway that you're focused on gives you that freedom, a little bit more confidence to go ahead and stroke it. Yeah, and a lot of times, um, Bruce, you know, you can talk to this also, but when when you're when you're putting like that, Brian, um, a lot of times the actual front of the hole or where the ball's going into the hole could be at, at, uh, four o'clock or four four o'clock on right to left or, or three o'clock on a hard breaking right to left or that becomes the front of the hole, not the front of the hole. That's right. Dead in the middle. Right. Right, But even, even at that point, when you're looking at that entry again, especially when it's on the side, that entry gate is tiny. That might only be the length of my thumb. Right, a right. ball or ball and a half, where you've got right. so much more room if you're looking at the back side of it, because that's the part that's actually going to collect the ball when it goes right. over that spot. Right. Right. Yeah, it was amazing to me when I first started doing that, and all of a sudden things I started to see things I'd never seen before, and that's the one thing that I saw on the short putts is if I looked down into the hole and to the back side of the hole, whether it was right back or left back or middle back it didn't matter somewhere in between there that's where I wanted to start the putt it just it just opened things up I mean the hole actually looked a lot bigger and still does I mean I think I think once once I mentioned that to Brian he started doing that I think that probably happened to you too Brian Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden the hole expanded for you it became much bigger plus I think if you're looking at the front of the hole a lot of times you'll hit the putt just a little too soft. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 I mean, just a tad soft. And a tad soft sometimes causes a lip out. You know, you need to hit it firm enough. So, I mean, it doesn't matter what the putt is or how long it is for me. I want to I knock it about 12 inch, 12 to 18 inches by the hole. And so that, that create and then, so on a three footer, if you, if you miss the putt and it goes by, that far that's that's hitting it pretty firm yeah if you if you think about that that point on the long putt it's it's not you know it's drifting in there and coming in to the side of the hole way up there because it's it's coming so soft if it goes by just that far but so it just all i know is it uh, it just made me I made a lot more putts. I, be, I was always a good putter. Then I became a great putter because of that. So I didn't always have to hit it great. Or I didn't always have to hit the bunker shot up there two feet. You know, I could 
I could hit up there five, five to 10 feet and I'd make the putt. You know, I made a lot of those putts in, you know, whether I was chipping or blasting out of bunkers. As a matter of fact, I loved bunkers and got so good at it that I'd aim for them on, especially on par fives. And if I hit a good enough shot to get it on the green, great. If it's in the bunker, no problem up and down. And I know your dad probably was exactly yep. that way. Uh, yes. I remember Billy, He's, he was such a good, he was so good with the chipper and the sand. And I mean, it was, I remember I played in uh, down at Harding Park when they, they had the, what was that called, Bobby? Uh, the, it was the beer company back then. The Lucky International. The yeah, Lucky International. I think so. Harding yeah, Lucky Park. International, yep. Yeah, and I, I I won the Utah Open as an amateur, so my dad took me down there, and that's when I first got to play the Olympic Club, which was terrific, and that uh, that changed my whole life when I began to work there as far as playing golf. But uh, then we went to Harding Park, which uh, of course we we know that golf course with Colin Mar- Colin Morikawa winning his yeah. his first major there in the PGA Championship here recently, but. And I remember Billy was in contention. I don't, I can't remember if he won that tournament, but I do remember the front side the last day is uh, he missed six greens on the front side and was, uh, was four under par because he got everyone up and down and chipped one in and, and made the three putts. So, I mean, it, it, that's, that's how I recognized your dad. That's what I stopped from him. I mean, at the time, didn't even know who he was. So I said, "This guy, you know, can really chip and putt." And and that's a, that's the game. I mean, if you can do that, you don't have to hit it pure all the time. Indeed. Well, Bruce, we really appreciate you taking some time, Bob. We went on to tell some caddy stories. We went on oh, to have a lot of fun. Uh, that's something we're probably gonna have to do at a different uh, at a different time there. But uh, again, imagine this. So Bruce and I are standing there, one ball each. We're at one one hole on the practice screen. We're putting. We 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 stepped it off. It was thirty four feet. We would putt to that spot. We would go. We'd take the ball. We'd putt it back to the hole we just started with. So one was a little up. One was a little downhill. So you'd get that speed. And once you know it, after doing it a few times, boom, we start rolling those in. Then we step it into the fifty. Actually, we extend it out to the sixty footer, and then we did a ninety footer. And then we started bringing it back to some thirty footers. And then right when we got to that twenty footer. I think I rolled three or four in a row in, and it's like, wow, uh, that's not what I'm normally used to doing. And then when you would miss one, you'd go up there and, like like Bruce said, you almost close your eyes and just just tap it in because it's uh, it just the hole looks big once you get that close to the hole. So. Happy Golfer Method by Bruce Summerhays. I really appreciated the opportunity to spend some time with you, Bruce, and I appreciate you taking some time to visit with us here on the show. Yeah, great. Uh, thanks, guys. I mean, golf's the greatest game ever, and, uh, you know, it's uh, if you put your mind in position to score, you're going to start scoring lower. So you're at 1.5. Let's, uh, let's get it down to a point five. I like it. That's happy. Go. That's happy golfer stuff right there. I love it. Thanks, Bruce. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Okay. Thank you, Brian and and Bobby. You, you got it. Bruce Summerhays, former champion store player, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Love that guy. What a good dude. And by the way, Bob still rolls it very, very well. Of course he Out does. there. Yeah. yeah, it's fun yeah. to watch. All right, we got to take a break. We'll continue the show next. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed us. Let us know on Twitter, at Real Golf. We'll be back after this. 
Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby. CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks so much to Bruce Summerhays for spending some time with us. And you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed that. One of my favorite things since doing the show 22 years with you, Bob, was the opportunity to meet some of the old greats and, you know, yeah. to, to listen to them and how they got into the game, how they became so successful. I mean, your dad obviously is a legend, and it was so fun to visit with him about these types of things. But uh, Bruce is is such a great person. And also, you know, this method is really an interesting approach. And I, I tried it and it, it's working. I'm going to, I'm going to keep working on it. I think it's something that yeah. I'm going to practice more because speed is, is an issue for me at times. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And speed, um, when you start your creative, 
creativity starts to come out when you're working on lag putts and long putts, those types of things. And, and, and as you guys said, the hole is so far away from you with those 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, you know, 90 fingers, that once you start to get up closer in inside 10 feet, five feet, that kind of thing, it does look a lot bigger and you feel like you have a chance to make a lot more putts. And it's fun. And I also love the fact that he's, he didn't try to change my stroke. He says, you've got to feel your own stroke, which is, which is awesome. Thanks so much to the caddy for joining us as well. That's going to wrap it up for us, for Bob Casper, our producer, Dave Glauser. I'm Brian Taylor. We'll talk to you next week, everyone, right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.